How are we feeling, family? Yes, I like that energy. God is so good. God is so good. Uh, okay, this this area sounds a little convincing. Balcony, God is so good. Amen, amen. Come, let's pray, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity. You're a wonderful God, excellent God. So we ask that you have your way, continue moving in this service. Anoint me afresh so that I can articulate specific things for this group of individuals. I pray that you would just touch my tongue, touch my mind, touch their hearts, touch their minds. As you move, we say thank you for all you have done. But Lord, we're looking, we're excited about what you, for what you're about to do. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen. It's good to be back, I'm excited. You know, I know I've been away for two weeks. Good, good reasons, good reasons. I heard Lisa did an amazing job. I, I was told, rumor has it, that we have to put her in a rotation. You know, so um, I'm excited. Yeah. She, was, she, was, she was nervous. I was laughing at her. I said, now you know how I feel every Sunday. You know, and then Paul, her Paul had jokes on me. You know, that's all right, though. I did my push-ups, so we, we, we good money. <laughs> we were talking about the planting seeds and stuff like that, and, 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 and I want to get into it. I'm excited because this is something that's been brewing in my heart, and I, I look at you can go so many different ways with uh, this message. I'm going to try to stay focused and, and uh, concise and coherent so that there won't be no ambiguities or any confusion. Amen? Amen. Amen. So um, we all plant seeds throughout our lifetime. You know, we plant small seeds, big seeds, right? We plant, we plant regular seeds. And, and we understand that when planting seeds, it takes time, attention, energy. Based on the size of the seed, it takes a lot of work. But when God, see, the seeds that we plant are seeds of dreams and desires that God has placed in our hearts. Most of them. Some seeds are seeds of sedition, seeds of bitterness. Some, some, some are, are, are seeds of betrayal. You know, I was talking to somebody and I had, asked, I had went to make a statement and I said to that person, I said, wait, let me not say this because I don't want to plant that seed. But I'm talking about today, when I talk about seed, I'm talking about the intentional seed to bear intentional fruit. Show your neighbor, say neighbor. Yeah. We're gonna plant intentional seeds <laughs> to bear an intentional fruit. Yeah. See, so for, 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 like, for like me, you know, I, I was intentional about getting married. I wanted to find a nice wife. You know, not just, you know, not just a gorgeous wife, but you know, a, a wife that can cook. I'm a big guy, my mother cooked, she, put, she threw down. You know, my mother really put that work in. She, she did her thing. So I had to find a wife that can cook, you know. That, that'll be some contention in the marriage. You know, sometimes I, there were certain requirements for me getting married. And like number, on the top five was cooking. All right? Y'all don't understand. Because then I got to be able to brag about her food like I normally do. You know, I could, how many messages I wouldn't have had if she didn't cook that well? <laughs> right? You know, and, and, then, and then she had to be God-fearing. I said, okay, I, I got to find a wife that's God-fearing, you know, that really loves God, you know, that really fears God, and then, and, because and, that will dictate how she interacts with me and how she interacts with my kids. And when I saw Rita, I'm like, okay, she, she might be the one. 
You know, she, she got the, the, the original thing. She's looking good. She, oh, okay, there's a picture right there. You know? I was 21 years ago. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so she looking good. You, know, she could, she, you see she's pretty there. I said, okay, let's see if she can cook. Right? So I went to the house. A couple, you know, a couple, couple of days later, we finally got you know, dated to the house. And um, her mother can cook. So I said, yes, it's potential, right? Because if the mother can cook, that means the daughter has a high potential, you know, potentiality about being able to cook. So I was excited, you know? But, but to, to continue going, it, it, was, it was a big thing. And I said, okay, I got to start planting certain seeds, right? Because I, 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 if I have a desire to marry this person, after, you know, we've been going together for six months, I said, okay, this, this year, she's it. She's the one. And I want to start planting seeds, Right? And I have to plant specific seeds because men, when we get married, we end up planting seeds by accident. That's my story. Okay, am I the only one married here? Because some of the men are quiet. That means you planted something yesterday that like, man, she never said that. And now it's going to, because there's certain seeds we plant by accident, certain seeds we plant on purpose, right? There's intentional seeds and accidental seeds. And sometimes in a marriage, and then, you know, five years later, it's like, man, I don't remember planting that, but I'm, I'm reaping some fruit. Okay, see? <laughs> Is it too early in the morning? All right, because we're going to... I'm going to behave, though. We're, gonna, we're talking about intentional seeds, intentional fruit, right? Not accidental seed, but accidental fruit. You see, anything you want in life doesn't just come knocking on your door. We have to be intentional about planting specific seeds so we can reap a specific harvest. But we understand that one thing I want you, if you get anything out of today, is that planting seeds, you can, okay, put it this way, how about this? You can't plant the seed without getting your hands dirty. Say to your neighbor, say neighbor. neighbor. You can't plant the seed without getting your hands dirty. And, I, and I, I got my little props, right? So I got, I, got, I got everything I need to show you. I got my seeds. I got this thing, a pot. <laughs> and you, you got to get the basin to catch the water. Like, there's a whole process. I started learning this stuff. And then you read the back of the seeds, and, 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 and they tell you that you have to have the seed, you plant the seed, in the pot, keep it inside before you take it outside. So there's a process of exposing the gift, the dream that God had given you to the public. Please come. We're going to go some places. I need to make sure that you're able to follow me because God's going to bless you with a dream. And we plant the dream, but you can't share it with everybody. See, the, the package said before, give it a couple of days before you take it outside. All right. I'm going somewhere. Don't worry. So I got my water. Shameless plug, CCC. <laughs> and I got my dirt here. And, and, and even in the bag, there's certain specific instructions. You see, because we are quick to want to plant. We're quick to want to throw some seeds out there, but then we get mad at, 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 at the, the fact that either the seed is not producing, right? Or, or it's taking longer to produce. And, and we got to understand that there's so many different things that govern the process of planting a seed, you got to know what kind of dirt you're planting in. 
You got to understand the type of seed. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to open this bag. I'm trying not to make a mess. I, I'm that kid that one time we were out eating and they bet me. Like, okay, you're going to make a mess. I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to make this, do this meal without spilling it. And I bet everybody at the table. And then sure enough, I get to the end of the meal. The check came. And I forgot that I tucked this, the, the thing in my pants. And I stood up on the table. I said, I did it. And everything knocked over. So I got my gloves because I can't. I'm trying not to get too dirty because I got to finish ministry. I'm wanting you to begin a part of the message. Right? So it says you got to, on the bag, for the dirt. You got to, and, and, and we're going to go through the process. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a challenge at the end of this message. Halfway. Right? It's about right. You need to take the seeds. All right, we're going through a process, right? Because this, this is a metaphoric process that you have to understand. So you can't dump all the seeds. And there's a specific, it says, it says dump the seed. I'm going to read it to you. It has to be one-eighth in depth. So the depth of the seed is, a, is a specific. It says it has to be uh, uh, the seed spacing between each seed has to be uh, an inch. You got to see how small the seeds are. And it says days to germinate is 12 days. So there's a specific amount of time for this particular seed to germinate. You got to understand, each seed that you plant has its own amount of time for maturity. Oh, man, I hope you're getting this. I'm, I'm, going, I'm just going to pour this in here for the, the thing, right? Get a, little, get a little more dirt, right? I'm going to add a little bit of water, right? And the seed is there, right? So we planted the seed, right? <laughs> Thank you. See, but this is an expression. What I just did, I got frustrated because of time. I'm looking at the talk. And I said, I got to have a plant the seed. And then I just caught a, a whole bunch of chaos and mess up. And then I'm going to expect my seed to grow. And I'm going to get mad because I don't know if the seed's going to grow. Because I, went, I didn't go through the process, I, a lot of impatience, I, I, uh, uh, the lack of knowledge and understanding how to properly pa- uh, plant my seed to hinder the growth of this plant. So here it is, I, I, I threw the dirt in, I put the water in, I, I shook it up and stuff like that, and then a couple of days later I'm going to expect to see something happening. But I was impatient and therefore interrupted the process. And impatience will always interrupt the process. That's why in order for you to get growth, you have to have maturity. Maturity, maturation and growth run hand in hand. So number one, in order for us to plant, we need to know where. Where to plant. Every seed that you plant is designed for specific soil. Believe it or not, some seeds grow better in clay soil than regular soil. So you need to know where to plant. The other thing is you, know when, you need to know when to plant. 
right? Because this specific seed I got specifically for, for today because I know I'm planted in the fall. Not all seeds you can plant in the fall. Say to your neighbor, say neighbor. neighbor. Planting is about timing. Number three, how to plant. Every seed planted has a process. Say to your neighbor, say neighbor. neighbor. Every seed you plant seed. has a process. process. Turn to the other neighbor. Say other neighbor. Other neighbor. Learn how to plant. <laughs> Number two. Okay, that's a W. Number four. That's an A. That's what? <laughs> Don't judge me. That's what? What tools do you need to plant? Each type of planting and the seed that you plant requires a different tool, especially when you're dealing with certain dirt. And I'm trying to... Another question is, so you got where, when, how, what, now you got a who. And people say, why, why a who? Because who's going to hold you accountable to maintain the very thing that you planted? Everything that you plant needs accountability factor. Because what happens, we tend to get lazy. We tend to get frustrated, especially if there's a specific process, a specific time in the process that people most likely quit. They say for every, every, every business, it takes about five years to start seeing some green. Every business, no matter what kind of business it is, they say the average, it takes five years, and people quit within year two, year three, year four, because they don't see what's going on. So you always need somebody to hold you accountable. And then the last thing is that you need to know is why. Why are you planting the seed you're planting? And why do you need to know? Because Miles Monroe said the best. If the purpose of a thing is not clearly understood, abuse is inevitable. So why are you planting the seed you planted? Every idea is, a, is not a good idea for you. It might be a good idea but it's not necessarily a good idea for you. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. neighbor. Every idea, every idea. That's, a that's a good idea does not necessarily, does not necessarily mean, it's mean it's a good idea for you. So why? Come on, say with me. We, gotta, we need to know where, where, when, how, what, who, why. Because this, if you answer all of these, you'll find yourself limiting the frustration. You find yourself, get, catch yourself and say, okay, it's not, it's not growing. Did I miss a step? Did I, miss, did I plant it in the wrong place? Did I, did, I, did, did, did I plant it too early? Did I plant it too late? Do you hear that? Oh, it's a fan? On the mics? You hear my, see my hair moving? Can we turn it off? It's bothering me. So you need to know, and then you need to know your why. Circle your why, because this is the most important thing. Your why. Why am I planting this seed? Right? 
because nowadays we're quick to give up. We get, we, get, we get frustrated because remember, things aren't quick enough. Fast food's not quick enough for us. But there's certain things that you have to have the patience for in order for it to go through the process. The process is necessary. Say to your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. the process is necessary. You know, I was talking, and we were down, and um, we were down, and we were over in Atlanta, and, and, and somebody was asking Pastor Jamal, "How was the process?" I said, "I said now that I'm mature, now that I'm at a place where I understand more, I can appreciate the process." See, immaturity robs you from appreciating the process. But as I grew, I started saying, "Okay, you know, I, I appreciate the process because I understand that the process makes the man, the woman, but it's the journey that fulfills." the man or the woman. So the process is so significant into making who you are as an individual, where I have come from, what I am doing. But the biggest place we get frustrated is always in the process. You know, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He, he, he was Mr. Universe. He, was, he, he became an actor. He became the governor of California. All oh, this, this Austrian coming from another country, he comes into America and he's, he's built and created this process for success. And what happens is once you find a process for success, you can actually apply it in different fields. So here it is, he's, 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 he's in the Mr. Mr. Universe, and you guys see some of the, the things that he had to go through and the things that he did in order to achieve that, that supposedly perfect body. And then he goes into the acting business, and, and remember Terminator. Terminator was like the movie back in the days. The, 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 what's the main statement that, that, that you hear from Terminator? Yeah, that's the older generation. The younger generation. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> I, I was talking to my daughter yesterday. I said, yeah, we, were, we, we used to have fun playing with the next cell. She said, what's that? I said, man, that hurt. She said, what's the next tell? I said, go, go, go ahead and get in the car. <laughs> but he created six rules. And I'm going through the rules real quick because it's a uh, sick of time. He says, number one, he says, trust yourself. So when you got the seed and you look at the seed and you understand the seed, trust, that you're, trust in yourself that you're going to plant it the right time, the right place, and, and you have it for the right reason. Number two, he said, break the rules. There's certain rules. He said, not the law. Break the rules. Number three, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to plant that seed. He said, don't be afraid to fail. Number four, don't listen to naysayers. There's always going to be a hater. Say to the neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. there will always, always be a hater. Be Minister Lisa said this uh, back in the days. I know I'm dating myself back in the days. It was when we were doing youth ministry together. She said, she said, put it this way. He said, haters can either be the fuel to your flame or the water to your fire. Oh, you choose which allow them to be. But no matter what, they'll always be there. Number five, give back. Yes. Don't, I, I dislike when individuals say that, well, I had to do this by myself. Yeah, how did that make you feel when you had to do it by yourself? Not good. So why would you allow somebody else to go through it? Give back. Yeah. Help somebody so they won't have to go through it themselves. People are quick to say, well, I had to pull up my bootstraps. Yeah, that was you. Thank God you went through it. Now I help somebody else. And number five, I mean number six, he said, work your backside off. I told my wife, I said, babe, if I say but, is it going to be bad in church? Because you know, we got them super sanctified people. 
Don't point. He said, work your butt off. He said, put that work in. He said, nothing grows without hard work. This is what he said. I love what he said. And then I'm focused on this one because it really talks about what we're talking about this week. He said, leave no stone unturned. No pain, no gain. All pain, all gain. He said, it's okay to party in life. But remember that when you're out there horsing around, someone is home getting better and smarter than you to take your place. So he said, if you want to win, there is no, there's absolutely no way around hard work. He said, go ahead, host around, play around. He said, but it's always somebody trying to take your spot. Remember I said everybody has a hater? It's always somebody trying to take your spot. That's what I tell, I tell men and women, I said, you work your butt off in your marriage. Some guarantee is somebody around trying to take your spot. I'll be the miss, next Miss So-and-so. I can be the next, you know, Mr. So-and-so. That's a marriage ministry, so we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> See, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he didn't give up. He took these six principles and led that to his success. And now look at there's another Terminator. There's like Terminator like 10. <laughs> right? But let's look at the Bible and see what the Bible says about planting. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 11. So God is creating, he's doing his thing and, and he's you know, getting everything together. And he says, he said, he said, and God said, let the earth put forth tender vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees yielding fruit whose seed is in itself, each according to its kind upon the earth and it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kind and trees bearing fruit in which was their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, suitable, admirable, and, ha- and was approved. And what we see here is that whenever God commanded to bear fruit and multiply, he presented this principle. And we'll go forward. But he said, look, whatever bears fruit is good when it's bearing good fruit. So number one, just if you're going to take stuff home, can't get your hands, you can't plant seed without getting your hands dirty, right? That's the main overall principle for today. You have to be able to be ready to get your hands dirty. Some people are like, oh, dirt, seed, no, it's going to get in my nails. See, that's the, that's the thing growing up with guys and girls. My sons, we, 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 we get hands dirty. My wife has to remind us to wash our hands. We come outside, you know, hands dirty. Go wash your hands before you eat dinner. My daughter's like, ew, no. <laughs> my son, we out there trying to kill bugs and stuff like that. And, and my daughter's like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> but God said, he said, he said, he said, be fruitful and multiply. Right? So number one, fruitfulness is a part of your purpose. Fruitfulness is a part of your purpose. You look at it in, in Genesis chapter 1, 27, he says, so God created man in his own image. In his image and likeness of God created him, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. He can't give a demand without making sure that's a part of who we are. So fruitfulness is a part of your purpose, number one. 
Number two, everyone has the capacity to be fruitful. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Everyone has the capacity to be fruitful. And I wrote this down. I said, whenever God commanded you to do something, he has also gives us the capacity to do it. In his, in his command to us to be fruitful, he has given us the ability to be fruitful. So your capacity and ability is in the seed he has given you. Your capacity and ability is in the seed he has given you. Number three, anything can be a seed, so watch what you're planting. Anything can be a seed, a thought, a word, an idea. But just because anything can be a seed doesn't mean you plant everything. So one, fruitfulness is part of your purpose. Number two, everyone has a capacity to bear fruit. Number three, anything can be a seed, so be careful. Number four, fruitfulness is not an option. Fruitfulness is not an option. God gave us a command. He said, be fruitful. He didn't say when you got a chance, be fruitful. He, said, he, said, he didn't say on, on Monday to, 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 to Friday, be fruitful. He just gave an open command, be fruitful and multiply. So within us, there is, there, is, there is a command for us to be fruitful. And every time we're not being fruitful, we're not fulfilling our purpose. A lack of fruitfulness, that's why it hurts when somebody looks at themselves, and they're 30 years old, and what have I done for myself? You get to, you get, you get to your 50s, and you, have, you supposedly had the midlife crisis, and you're looking back at the past 50 years, and what have I accomplished? Where are the fruit from the seeds I have planted? And the only reason why you're going through that crisis is because you understand that deep inside of you, who you are as an individual, you have the capacity and the command to be fruitful. And whenever you operate outside of the way God has designed you, you're always going to find conflict. I'll say it again. Whenever you operate outside of the way God designed you, you're always going to have conflict. So God says, be fruitful and multiply. So number one, Fruitfulness is a part of our purpose. Number two, everyone has a capacity to be fruitful. Number three, anything can be a seed, so be careful. And number four, fruitfulness is not an option. So this morning, if you're feeling frustrated or empty, I'm telling you, Christ can make some changes in your life. Because a lot of us have planted seeds carelessly and recklessly. And the question is, where have we planted those seeds and what fruit are we bearing? And if you don't like the fruit that you're bearing, change the seed you're planting. But we have to go through the process to to really start looking at the different gardens that we plant in, whether it's this relationship, that relationship, whether it's, it's, it's a business relationship, whether it's a business idea. What are we planting? Where are we planting? How are we planting? If there's anything that we need to uproot first, we gotta go through that process. See, one of the hardest things is, is, is to have conversations, especially with your spouse, about seeds that you planted. Nobody wants to bear a fruit from an unwanted seed. So we avoid the conversations. We, like, oh, okay, do we have to talk about this now? Do we have to talk about this here? 
Well, this is from some of the fruit that you planted, bro. And as we close today, it's funny because we're going to talk about harvesting next week. And one of the things I'm ending off with, it says, if it's not being fruitful, cut it off. And when they say, what does that mean, Pastor Jamal? There's certain relationships that are not being fruitful. You need to start cutting it off. But we'll talk about that more next week. And, and, and it, this, is, this is significant. Day one is significant because this is when you first plant the seed. And, and, and the biggest thing is people want to see something different. They want to see, okay, how's my plant doing? Especially my son. My son, he, when he started planting seed, he would go to the pot. I'm like, Papa, you're not going to see anything. I said, why? Because the seed goes down first. I said, there's certain things that has to, it has to secure itself in certain ways in order for it to grow up. So most of the work that's happening within the seeds that really matter is in the dirt. And I, and I, and I wrote that, I said, seed is programmed to grow specific in a specific way. Stop planting the wrong seed expecting the right seed to grow. An apple seed will always grow an apple. An orange seed will always grow an orange. Stop planting apple seeds and expecting an orange. Once planted correctly, it will grow exactly how it should. Getting dirty during the planting process is a necessary thing. As the roots grow underground through the dirt, it can look and feel very uncomfortable. But the key is to keep your faith until it pushes through the surface. People will only endure long suffering, discomfort, and discipline for the things that matter. Even then, they sometimes fall or fail away from what they were trying to do because they don't see the work. They don't know their why. They don't know their what. They don't know their when. And they don't know their where. And they don't know their how. So they get frustrated at the very thing they planted. God has called you to plant because you get caught up on the surface and forget that there's things serious in the deep. So we see this. And because of what I'm trying to accomplish and what I, what I want to happen with you guys, I, 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 we, we created this hashtag. And this hashtag is more about, about, about the faith that comes along with planting the seed. Say to your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor. you can't plant neighbor. without faith. Without faith. So, 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 so the most important part of the growth process is, uh, happens underground in the dirt. And this is what I like to call dirty faith. So we have a hashtag called dirty faith. Say to your neighbor, say, neighbor. Dirty faith. faith. And this is basically saying that that, that, that the faith starts in the dirt. Your faith portion starts at the bottom where the seed is growing, downward. Because the the higher the the tree tree grows, the deeper the roots have to go. And people get, they they, 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 they don't understand that. And and, and the process is so significant because if your, your, your roots are shallow, then the very thing that you're trying to build will have no longevity. So the deeper the roots, the longer what you're trying to build will grow. So as we include, conclude, my staff is gonna, the staff is going to come out here, and I want to challenge us. We're going to get together, and we're going to plant our own seed. So I brought everybody some seeds to plant. <laughs> and some people are like, oh, Pastor Jamal, I'm not a planter. I said, then let's learn how to plant. Let's learn how to go through the process. So please give them out. Give them out. 
And what we're going to do is, we're gonna ch- I'm challenging us all together as a family that we plant and we're going to watch the process and we're going to document the process. And every time you document the process, I want you to, to, to post it on your social media and hashtag Dirty Faith. You're going to hashtag Dirty Faith and you're going to do the process. I want to see how your plant is. I'm going to work on my plant. And remember I said you need somebody to hold you accountable. There's certain individuals you, got to, you need the access to and say, okay, my plant is not growing. Something's going on. What should I do about this plant? And these are all seeds that we can plant at this time. And I would like to see how the planting goes. We're going to grow it throughout the year. And everybody's going to have their own little plant, even the kids. Get the, get the kids a seed. Everybody take a plant, a bag. I got enough. And we're going to just show the process we go through. And we're going to plant the seed together. And don't, don't, don't leave it in your bag. We're going to talk about you next week. Everybody's going to plant a seed tomorrow or today. All right? Don't do like I did. Like really read the directions. And, because there's, 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 in order for you to get what you want to get, you have to go through the process. And a part of the process is getting the directions. And we're going to plant a seed. I think I planted. We're going to see. Because this is going to be the CCC plant. We're going to see this every Sunday. Let me see what I planted. A, a Shasta daisy. Why can't they cheat and use miracle Grow? No, you use what you can. Use miracle Grow. Yup, I'm going to be using it. What do you mean? We plant, we plant some stuff with God and we pray. What do you think that is? Miracle Grow. God's going to touch that. You better. Come on now. So... On a serious note, everybody got their C, right? I want you to participate, and we're going to hashtag Dirty Faith, and we're going to go through the process of planting, because this is the month of harvest, and somebody said, well, why are you talking about planting during harvest? I said, well, in order for you to really harvest something that you really want, you got to know what to plant. And then also, the uh, people are like, oh, well, you got New Year's resolution. I said, well, we need to start in October to plant the seed now to see something happening in January. Don't plant the seed in January and expect to see some fruit or, or, or some, some changes happen in your life then. No, start planting the seeds now. If it's physical, let's start planting the seeds now. If it's, if it's financial, start planting the seeds now. If it's, if it's emotional, start planting the seeds now so that by January, you are at a, ahead of the, the crowd and you're off running while people are still walking. If you don't commit to the process, your tree or your seed is not going to grow into an experience. Amen? Amen. Let's stand. So what's the hashtag? Dirty faith. Dirty faith. Amen. And, we, and then when we're planting, what, we, what do we need to know? And Pastor Jamal asked you to do so. That's your why. I asked you to participate. We're going to participate. Amen? Amen. So you're going to hashtag Dirty Faith and you're going to tag CCCLI in it. Because we want to be a participate. We want to participate in the process. You know, we want to start doing things as a church and this is the start, you know. How's your plant going? You know, and if I see any uh, marijuana on that, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
Y'all, so, oh, I took a picture of the wrong one. I hashtag the wrong one, Pastor Jamal. <laughs> oh, you know, be mindful. Make sure you hashtag the right one and take the right picture. You know? Wonder why your electricity bill is so high. <laughs> All right, so we need to know where, when, how, what, who, and why. Because you understand that. Remember the fourth thing I said, everybody, uh, being fruitful is a part of our purpose. Everybody has a capacity to be fruitful. Everything, anything can be a seed, so be careful. Right? And number four, fruitfulness is not an option. Fruitfulness is not an option. Say to neighbor, say neighbor. Fruitfulness is not an option. Let's bow our heads. Father, Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to minister, to receive, to be in your presence, Lord. You're a good God, a wonderful God. So as we start thinking about the seeds that we have planted or the seeds that we're going to plant, whether it's a business opportunity, an idea for a product to, to be sold or patented or, or just, you know, a marriage or uh, the birthing of a child, whatever it is, Lord, we ask that you just give us the instructions, the guidance on how to plant the seed. Because the fruitfulness of any seed that we plant talks back to our purpose. So, Lord, we ask that you just have your way. Anoint us afresh. Give us the understanding, the eyes to see, the ears to hear. Because not every instruction is going to be up front in the face. So we pray for the spirit of discernment. We ask that you have your way. Lord, thank you for the opportunity. We pray and say thank you for the princess that was dedicated. And Lord, we ask that you have your way in, 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 in her life and, and that we are here as a, as a community to pray and push for the growth of the, that child, your child, Lord. So Lord, we pray for child and mercy that we leave this place whenever your presence. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, CCC Saints. Remember, we got guests, so we got to act like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> I always say that and not mess up, right? <laughs> this, Bible this Bible is our primary source of faith. Source of faith. This, Bible this Bible is our rule of conduct. Rule of conduct. This, Bible this Bible creates a lens that we see life through. As we leave this place, we never God's presence. Jesus is Lord, period. We believe it, we proclaim it, and we're seeing it come to pass. God bless and enjoy the rest of your Sunday.